to more Morgulons. Let's talk about Randy. Yes, I'm talking about Dr. Randy Wymore. He is a hero to the Morgies. This is a guy who I really admire because he stepped out of the proverbial box and actually used um, the contents of his skull to take a look at Morgulon's fibers and try to find out what they were. Um, let me read you this story from um, 2006. It's a little old, but I think that this is a critical point in the modern uh, history of Morgulon's. Um, this is really the first uh, analysis of these fibers on a wider scale. Um, that really had ever been performed. So this this article was published in the Oklahoman. Morgulon's is real. Doctor is convinced is the headline by John Estes, Monday, September 25th, 2006. When Dr. Randy Wymore accidentally found Morgulon's disease online, he shook his head. My initial reaction was, well, this can't possibly be real. This sounds crazy, Wymore said. And yes, it does sound crazy. It is crazy. Um, but Wymore could not find that any institution or university had researched Morgulons. So he contacted a grassroots group of Morgulons Research Foundation to find out if he could meet with patients and see the fibers. 
Now listen to this, because this is a key uh, salient point here. Why more assumed the fibers would look different if Morgulon's suffers were truly delusional, and as one dermatologist claimed, shoving dust from beneath their beds into open wounds and lesions. What the fuck, ma'am? That allegation is just downright insulting, and no. When I started looking into this, it wasn't about treatment or figuring out what was causing this, Wymore said. It was really just to try and say, is there some evidence that there is a real disease here? Imagine that. Morgulon's sufferers nationwide began flocking to Wymore. He invited some to his lab to extract the fibers. He compared Morgulon's fibers with everyday fibers he collected from clothes and department stores during a road trip with his family to California. I like to imagine this, like, come on, Dad! They're in the Macy's and stuff, and he's got a handful of Morgulons just trying to match them up to, like, you know, Calvin Klein cardigans. I just love that uh, mental image. Not one looks like the fibers festering out of and beneath the skin of Morgulon's sufferers. Wymore is now convinced the condition is real. He said his fiber research should also silence critics who says who say Morgulons is a form of delusions in which patients believe parasites or bugs are attacking their skin. Delusions of parasites is a purely psychiatric disorder, Wymore said. Morgulons is a physical pathology that happens to have some psychiatric effects. One affected family is happy that Wymore began as a skeptic. They said it is further proof Morgulons exist. Y'all, I began as a skeptic myself. I began as a skeptic myself. You can't be a skeptic when it's happening to you, though. Um, Dr. Wymore is our hero, Karen Marsh said. Wymore is the only doctor who spoke to the Oklahoman about the Marsh's condition and Morgulons. Other doctors refused to talk despite requests from the Marsh's or did not return phone calls. Yeah, go figure. Because they have nothing to say in response to his findings. Wymore admits he doesn't know what the fibers really are. He presented his fiber research to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in a January letter urging public health officials to investigate Morgulons. The CDC formed a task force this summer charged with investigating Morgulons. Dan Rutz, CDC spokesman and task force member, said the group is made up of experts of infectious diseases, mental health, toxicity, and other disciplines. Um, he said the task force is trying to remain independent and doesn't know if Wymore or his research will ever, will ever be called upon for expertise. I mean, I do understand trying to remain independent, but at the same time... By refusing to accept any input from the people that are suffering from this, I do think you compromise the integrity, at least perceptually, in the eyes of those who requested this investigation, demanded it, really, in the first place. Wymore is independent. He was a skeptic. The CDC response to Morgulons is following the same procedures used for other unexplained conditions, Rutt said. Keep that in mind, because we're going to look into that. The CDC response to Morgulons is following the same procedures used for other unexplained conditions. We're not trying to be callous here, but we do know that science is the only way to get the answers. Yeah, you're damn right. There's nothing callous about that. That's just a fact of matters. <laughs> Rutz hopes the task force will have some preliminary findings in a few months. Yeah, we'll know something in a few months, uh, about 48 of them. And uh, we didn't really find out that much except how compromised this CDC study was. I want to today look into the claim by the spokesperson of the CDC in 2006 that the Morgulons investigation would be treated just like any other investigation of a emerging or mysterious condition. Um, is that true? Was it? 
Remember I was talking the other day about AFIP, the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology, couldn't figure out why they had partnered with CDC on this Morgulon study. And I thought, well, you know what? There's a really easy way to look into this. Let's look at some emerging illnesses and find out whether or not they partnered with the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology for one, and just in general, if the procedures like partnering with Kaiser Permanente, doing a retrospective medical record search, um, you know, just in one area when national uh, distribution of cases has been identified. So um, yeah, let's, let's dig into that claim and see if it really happened the way that uh, the spokesperson for the CDC said it was gonna happen. I'm open-minded, I'm curious, let's find out. Okay, let's look at the CDC's investigation that led to the identification of the bacteria that causes the atypical pneumonia called Legionnaire's disease. It was discovered in, uh, I believe it's like 1977 or six or something. Um, Let's just like head on over to the old Wikipedia um, by the way, haven't forgotten about changing the Wikipedia Morgulons page, just working on a lot of different things right now. Um, let me know if you guys see any changes, um, while I continue to, um, basically annoy and harass, uh, the writer of the page. Um, no, no progress yet, but we'll keep, we'll keep at it guys. We'll keep at it. I need help. Um, here we go. Legionnaire's disease, right? We found out about the investigation was prompted by, there were all these guys in the American Legion, a bunch of nice old guys. They were in Philadelphia. They went to this hotel and um, right after the convention was over, like a whole bunch of them died, like within days. Like there was like a bunch of guys just dropping dead. And um, it just so happened that three of the patients that died happened to go to the same doctor. And that doctor was like, huh. And he told the Pennsylvania Department of Health. And, you know, that's what prompted this investigation. Like what was making sick all these and killing all of these guys. The U.S. Center for Disease Control mounted an unprecedented investigation. And by September, so this convention with the American Legion, this was in July of 76, okay? July, July, August, September, three months. By September, the focus, so they're already, they're already investigating. Three months later, they've learned enough to know that the focus has had shifted from outside causes, such as a disease carrier. So like somebody like our super spreader in chief coming into the convention and getting everybody sick by, um, you know, breathing and talking and yelling and whatever. Um, so they had they ruled that out. They shifted their investigation to the hotel environment itself. So they're saying, huh, maybe it's not a person to person spread. Maybe it came from the environment. So in January 1977, so we went July to January, that's like six months, the Legionella bacterium was finally identified and isolated and was found to be breeding in the cooling tower of the hotel's air conditioning system, which then spread it throughout the building. This finding prompted new regulations worldwide for climate control systems. Um, uh, the total number of cases reached 211 of those 29 people died. At the time of the outbreak, epidemiological investigation protocols did not include active participation by both the laboratory specialists and investigators. No effective communication existed between scientists in the field interviewing patients and those in the laboratory testing specimens. So I'm, this sort of implies that there are um, epidemiological in- investigation protocols, those same ones that the spokesman for the CDC in 2006 referred to, that those protocols, I suppose, would be followed in the case of Morgulans. No effective communication existed between scientists in the field interviewing patients and those in the laboratory testing specimens. 
So do they even mention whether or not there was communication between the people in the labs and the people, um, you know, the doctors who did the physical exams, the clinical examinations with the patients that had Morgulons? I don't know. We don't know. I don't think it mentioned it in the CDC. I don't remember that. Um, then it says, while the CDC responded rapidly, it sure did. We're looking at six months, problem solved. We know what it is. Morgulons, four-year study, no answer. Okay. Um, while the CDC responded rapidly, as did the Pennsylvania Health Department, it took six months for the CDC microbiologist Joseph McDade to discover the cause of the outbreak. He initially thought the cause was viral because blood and tissues from the victims failed to grow bacteria when incubated in culture medium. His subsequent attempts to isolate the viral agent in eggs, um, because sometimes eggs are used to in the laboratory to culture stuff, um, it, it, he used antibiotics to kill off contaminating bacteria. He was like, I'm trying to find a virus, so I don't want any bacteria getting in the way. Let me use antibiotics to culture, um, you know, this, these specimens, not a good idea because it was only when he omitted the antibiotics that the bacteria grew in eggs. Attempts to reproduce the disease in mice, the standard laboratory animal model also failed. So you remember Cheng Yang Yen or what was her name? Cheng Yang Yan? Yeah. Yan's disease. Remember how she tried to reproduce the disease and did in animal models, both a mouse and a hamster. Interesting that the CDC didn't try that with the Morgulon study. Seems like a standard protocol for investigating an emerging illness, doesn't it? The CDC announced the discovery at a press conference on January 18th, 1977, six months later. The bacterium was later named Legionella pneumophila. Um, and then it goes on and says that they had also, after this investigation and subsequent findings, uh, they did some retrospective diagnoses of earlier outbreaks of Legionnaire's disease, which had caused uh, as early as like f late 50s, 59 or something. So, okay, here's one. I don't notice any mention of the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology being involved in this study. Is that a standard uh, investigation protocol? doesn't seem like it. Let's look into the CDC's website and see what they have to say about how they investigate emerging illnesses. Maybe that will give us some clues as to the uh, veracity or truth of what Dan Rutz, the spokesman in CDC uh, for the CDC in 2006, said about what was going to happen with the Morgulons investigation and see if they did what they said they were going to do. Kind of doubt it based upon the results and the design of the study. Stay tuned. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. From the CDC's own website, I read the following. Um, 
Recent examples of important emerging infectious diseases include prolonged diarrheal illness due to waterborne cryptosporidium, hemorrhagic colitis and renal failure from foodborne Asteria coli, E. coli, pneumonia and middle ear infections caused by drug-resistant pneumococci, and rodent-borne hantavirus pulmonary syndrome. These diseases, as well as resurgent diseases, illustrate human vulnerability to microorganisms in the environment. Three recent reports by the Institute of Medicine document the need to address emerging infectious disease threats. And they wrote this in 92. Um, and uh, obviously another uh, recent example of an important emerging infectious illness would be COVID. COVID. We can see what a great job they did handling that so far. Yeah. Nice work, CDC. 20% of fatalities from the United States, 4% of the world's population. So for the, you know, upcoming episodes, I want to just, we went over Legionnaire's disease today. I'd like to look at the investigations that were done for some of these other uh, prominent, prevalent uh, emerging infectious illnesses like AIDS, like uh, hantavirus, like, um, you know, uh, Lyme disease. I would like to see how these investigations were done and whether or not, once again, they conformed to the protocols that are standard for such investigations um, and whether or not they resemble the Morgulon study, which based upon the one review of Legionnaire's investigation we did today, uh, we found that no, it actually wasn't like that. They didn't attempt to reproduce uh, Morgulons in animals, although other researchers have. Um, have attempted and have succeeded. Um, and they uh, did not do it swiftly. It took them six months to figure out uh, and, and basically cure, you know, Legionnaire's disease. Uh, it's four years they took on the study for Morgulons. Didn't read anything about them partnering with the for- armed forces uh, for Legionnaires, even though, I mean, it was the American Legion. But, um, yeah, they did that with Morgulons. Don't know why. No clue why. Did the laboratory personnel at the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology communicate with the field investigators out there talking to patients, uh, uh, assessing patients, evaluating patients? Uh, doesn't mention it. No, doesn't really mention it in that paper now, does it? Um, so already we're seeing a couple of discrepancies. So let's just, um, you know, investigate a little bit more into those other investigations and see. Um, did they do what they say they were going to do? Uh, obviously not. We can tell that by the results, but, um, I just think that it strengthens, uh, our position so much more to, uh, really undermine their position because that paper, that one freaking paper, um, basically ended the discussion for the majority of the public and, uh, health professionals about Morgulon's disease, which is at this time, in 2020, October 2020, Morgulons is generally still thought of as a delusional disorder. And it's not. What can I say? I used to think it was too. I have it now. My two uh, buddies over here in Atlanta have it now. We all got it around the same time period. It can't be anything else, y'all. I know some people are going to like scoff and roll their eyes and say, oh, you know, you're an RN, but you're self-diagnosing. 
Okay, buddy. Well, uh, if nobody believes me, then who else is going to diagnose me but me? What other disease is associated with the emergence of weird ass shit coming out of your skin like that glitters and fur balls and uh spontaneously erupting lesions um it's how can I even remotely diagnose myself with anything but morgulons and I know I'm not delusional and I know I'm not psychotic never been not now Uh, and I know my other two friends are not either so um the case may be closed uh, at the CDC, but it needs to be reopened and it needs to be investigated properly the way that they promised it would be. But um, at least preliminarily, we can say that it didn't really conform to the protocols used uh, previously in at least one case. We'll find out if it uh, does in other cases. Um, when we look at other emerging infectious disease investigations by the CDC. Uh, Thanks so much for listening and stay tuned.